0: Hi, welcome to your Hollywood Crime Scene mini-episode. Hi. Hi, Desi. So I'm going to be doing this mini-episode mini this week because Desi worked her little hiney off <laughs> putting together the Zodiac stuff, and she just guested on Everyone's Business But Mine, and she's just done a lot of podcasting this week. <laughs> so I'm, yeah. I'm picking up the slack, and... We have some exciting stories this week. Mm. We, I guess, let's just get to our top story. Our top story comes from a listener. I don't know if she wants us to say her name or not, but she sent us an email titled Pasta Gate. <gasps> so, this is a follow up about last week's mini episodes, Spaghetti in the Woods story. Yeah. She says, I live around the corner from the pasta dump. Apparently, someone was cleaning out their parents' home and found a pasta apocalypse. It appears as the parents hoarded boxes of pasta during the pandemic. Old Bridge, that's the town where the pasta was found in the woods. Right. Old Bridge does not have bulk garbage pickup, and they couldn't get anybody to pick it up. I think the dude is humiliated. Aw. Makes me proud to be from Old Bridge. <laughs> Love you guys. Never thought I'd hear about Old Bridge on a Hollywood pod. Anyway, thank you so much for
1: sending us that insider update. Yeah, and also like, this is why it's so important that we pay our taxes and get garbage delivered picked <laughs> pick that from us.
0: What is happening in this town that they don't have proper garbage disposal?
1: That's wild, because it's like, yeah, maybe it will take you a few uh, weeks to get right. rid of it all. Right. Um, but that's That's sad. I'm not surprised that there was a hoarding situation attached to it. I also, I can imagine
0: this guy, like I also would be so embarrassed if this was like the biggest news story of the week Yeah, and it was me. And I I would not want to tell anyone, but I definitely feel like, oh, I need to crawl into a hole right now.
1: Right. And it's like, he's just, he had to deal with a situation that he didn't even create. Right? His parents had all this pasta. Yeah. He and he's just, like, what do I do with it? He just dumped it in a really <laughs> hilarious way. And it
0: happened. To, you can just tell he was sweating when it started raining. He's like, great. Now the pasta is going no. to. I just dumped a bunch of pasta in the woods. That's so It's awful. getting cooked. Yeah. Our next story is wild. This is from CNN. A Utah mom wrote a kid's book about grief after her husband's death. Now she's charged with his murder.
1: Isn't this like the second or third time this has happened?
0: (laughs) Well, we did report on a story a while back about a woman who was a murder mystery author. Oh,
1: right. And
0: she was charged with killing her husband. Right. Corey Richens' husband was found dead at the foot of their bed last March. She'd just closed on a house for her business, she told investigators at the time. Around 9 p.m., she brought her husband, Eric Richens, a celebratory Moscow mule cocktail in the bedroom of their home in Camas, Utah. She left to sleep with their son in his room and returned around 3 a.m. to find her husband lying on the floor, cold to the touch, she told authorities. About a year to the day after her husband died richens published a children's book are you with me about navigating grief after the loss of a loved one but investigators now allege that she killed her husband of nine years with a lethal dose of illicit fentanyl this month they charged her with aggravated murder and three counts of possession of a controlled substance with intent to distribute Newly released court documents detailed a series of illicit fentanyl purchases in the months leading up to his death. Corey Richens, 33, allegedly bought the drugs from an acquaintance identified as CL in court documents. Weeks, after, weeks before her husband's death, the Richens had marked Valentine's Day with a dinner at home. Shortly after the dinner, Eric became very ill. Eric told a friend Eric told a friend that he thought his wife was trying to poison him. Court documents say, Corey Richens also tried to change a life insurance policy to make herself the sole beneficiary, <gasps> mm. according to a search warrant affidavit. This lady didn't watch Dayline.
1: You can't make your, you can't do life insurance fraud anymore that way. We no one buys know.
0: it. <laughs> we all know now,
1: especially a last
0: minute change. A last minute change Come is going to look suspicious. Richens was arrested Monday and remains in custody. CNN has reached out to her attorneys for comment. An autopsy and toxicology report revealed that Eric Richens, 39, died of a fentanyl overdose. He had about five times the lethal dosage in his system, according to a medical examiner. Investigators obtained a search warrant and seized his wife's phone and several computers in their home. They discovered communications between Corey Richens and C.L., who had an extensive police record that included drug-related offenses, court documents say. Now, CL is this dealer that is said to have is said to have sold Carrie this fentanyl. Mm-hmm. Detectives learned that between December 2021 and February of 2022, Corey Richens contacted this guy and asked for prescription pain pills for an investor. Mm. CL said they obtained hydrocodone and left the pills at a property Corey was flipping, picking up the cash left for them. So she's like, yeah, I'm doing my client a, a solid. That's why I need
1: these. I'm a full service uh, realtor. <laughs> right.
0: A couple weeks later, Corey Richens reached out again and asked for, quote, some of the Michael Jackson stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I assume she means propofol. Maybe she thought that it was fentanyl.
1: Yeah, what's the kind of stuff that kills you if you take too much? Like-
0: Give me some of that. Corey Richens allegedly went to CL's house around February t- 11th and paid nine hundred dollars for thirty to fifteen to thirty fentanyl pills that CL had obtained from a dealer. About two weeks later, on February 26, she reached out to CL for more fentanyl pills. CL left them at an outdoor fire pit at the same property where the hydrocodone had been delivered. Again, the money was left there for pickup. By this time, according to court documents, Corey Richards no longer owned the property. About 3.30 a.m. on March 4th, 2022, Summit County Sheriff's deputies and EMS Personnel responded to a report of an unresponsive man at the couple's home. First responders unsuccessfully tried to revive Eric Richens. It was six days after the l- latest alleged pill delivery. His wife gave investigators her version of what happened that night. The couple was celebrating, closing on a house for her business, and she brought him a cocktail in bed. Corey Richens said she left him in the room and went to sleep with one of her three sons in his room because the child was having a night terror. Defendant said she awoke around three hours. Oh, oh 300 hours. You just say 3 a.m. And <laughs> I'm stupid. Just say, I, I can't do math. No. And came back to her in Eric's bedroom. She felt Eric was cold to the touch. That's when the, the defendant called 911. So this is pretty wild. Because then she goes on to write a, a book about grief for children.
1: They always like to take it one step too far, right? Yeah.
0: (laughs) It's like, why? Like, this is a special type of sick personality.
1: Now, what was she doing with all that fentanyl before? Or the drugs before? Giving it to her clients, I guess. So she was giving it to clients. I
0: don't know. I mean, maybe... I don't know. Because it I, seems she, like she got a few drops, right? Maybe she tried a few times to drug her husband. Right. I'm not exactly sure because she has just been charged yeah. with this. so All the details. And I haven't that. read this. It's a long article and I haven't read the whole thing. Um, oh, it looks like in there was an incident in, on Valentine's Day before he was killed. He became ill after eating a sandwich that his wife made oh. him. So it appears that he had
1: she had tried to poison him before. Right. Or maybe she was low-key dosing him, so it looked like he was taking it. Prior to his
0: death, Eric Richens had changed his personal life insurance policy to make his sister the beneficiary without his wife's knowledge. Oh. He was looking into a divorce and wanted his <sighs> kids taken care of, the affidavit says. His family told the detective the couple had argued over a $2 million real estate investment. According to the affidavit, Eric Richens was planning to tell his wife he wouldn't sign the papers to make the purchase. And the day after his death, she signed the closing papers on her own. So it looks like there was business right. issue, like
1: arg- arguments, disagreements about their business. And clearly she did know he changed the life insurance policy because she changed it back. Right.
0: So she's being held without bail. She has a hearing on May 19th. Anyway, our next story is, is this food and wine? No, this is (laughs) not, this is not food and wine. Good guess. This is from self. This is from last month, but I think we have to do this story. Okay. It's important. I'm not picky why Starbucks's new olive oil coffee is allegedly making people poop a whole lot
1: oh God how did we miss this one how did
0: we miss this no one sent this to
1: us now I saw this new olive oil coffee because yeah. I've been to Starbucks and they're really pushing it they have it in America yes yes oh. I've seen because they're literally when you go and it's like try our new it has some kind of name and I'm like that's olive oil coffee like this sounds like the stuff that people who are doing like low carb or like some weird diet where they have that butter coffee. Bulletproof coffee. The bull- Do you know what I'm talking about? It's like oil, olive oil in coffee.
0: I think it's supposed to be like, it's like in a, te- here, I'll read it where, okay. it. where it came from. Um, it says in February, Starbucks launched a range of drinks in Italy called Oliato, which combines coffee with olive oil. The Oliato line includes three flavors. So I guess they first and yes, they first launched it in Italy. Okay. Like they'll they'll drink it.
1: Ah, ciao bella. <laughs> <laughs> they have olive oil over there. We'll test it in Italy. So th- is this like a thing? I have
0: no <laughs> I've idea. I've just never heard of it because obviously we've heard about olive oil in desserts.
1: That's a very common thing now. I'm just apprehensive about mixing anything with coffee that's that's gonna lubricate, if you know what I mean. <laughs> that's a good point. Do you know what I'm saying? It's kinda like when you ever have like a smoothie and coffee, mm. like it's like you've done a you've done yourself no favors <laughs> with that combination. <laughs> It's yeah. like coffee's a diuretic. And Why smooth, do you need to add oil to that? Smoothies have a
0: lot of fiber.
1: <laughs> Why do you need to add oil to a diuretic? <laughs> That's, we're entering wild, Alustra territory, yeah. in my
0: opinion. This is a recipe for disaster, literally. The Oliato line includes three flavors. Oliato Golden Foam Cold Brew, Oleato Cafe Latte, and Oleato Iced Shake and Espresso. All the beverages arrived in the U.S. on March 23rd in Chicago, Seattle, and New York City. I guess you saw yeah. them in L.A. now. Yeah, I did. Each beverage is douched douche, 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 douche with. Douche with, with partana extra virgin olive oil. As Starbucks describes it, it, this gives your drink a sweet and lush flavor and makes it velvety smooth. But it turns out it might be a little too smooth. <laughs> After the drinks launched, some people who tried them took to social media to describe an unintended side effect, mm. prompt races to the bathroom. Some Reddit users reported bowel problems, stomach aches, diarrhea, and in some extreme cases, vomiting. <laughs> like, how do you get more extreme
1: than what you've already said?
0: <laughs> right. Yeah. So what's what's behind that? To start, Mm. there's a good amount of caffeine in these beverages. For Mm -hmm. example, a grande drink in the line ranges from 170 milligrams to 255 milligrams of caffeine. For reference, one serving of a Monster Energy drink contains about 79 milligrams. Mm. The entire 16-ounce can coming in at 158 milligrams. So these drinks are higher than one can. Those are big cans of a monster. Is that
1: more than normal coffee? I don't know. Maybe they're cold brew. It uh, sounds like they're I cold brew. Yeah, I don't know what I don't know why a cold brew has more caffeine. <laughs>
0: Because it's coffee, that part isn't surprising. The fat content, however, is another story. The amount of fat ranges from 17 grams to 34 grams in a singular grande cup in the oleato line. Compare that to zero grams in a grande cup of plain coffee or seven grams in a regular grande latte with 2% milk. Imagine getting your fat that way. Oh, for reference, one tablespoon of olive oil, which is a lot of olive oil, contains 14 grams. So they're putting... Double.
1: Almost double. Imagine that's how you get your calories through a coffee. Like, you know, people are like, don't drink your calories, but this is even more insane. Because it's just olive oil? Yeah. It's not even like a frappuccino or something like decadent and desserty. It's just like a coffee with olive oil in it. What a waste. My stomach hurts thinking about this. I, I would love to know what it tastes like. Like, what, is it so
0: much better? Like, <laughs> I think we should take one for the team and try this. I think we should. And try this dangerous yeah, coffee. Absolutely. Put our bowels at risk for the pod. We can take a sip. We'll take a sip. Yeah. We'll share one. Um, anyway, so be careful out there. Then there's like a bunch of doctors go on to explain why coffee gives you diarrhea. Yeah.
1: Why is Starbucks constantly trying to reinvent the wheel? (laughs) Just like stick to the basics. They can't stop. They can't stop. It's like every... It's like they have the the pink Mm. drink, like whatever that was that came out. Remember the unicorn frappuccino? It's just like nonstop. Uh, But this is weird because it's like a normal coffee basically with olive oil in it. (laughs) Just no one was asking for this. I've just never heard of
0: this before. And I've heard of a lot of types of foods.
1: The only thing I can relate it to is like I said, that bullet coffee or whatever it was.
0: It's like a combination of that with a combination of, you know how people like olive oil cake? What if we put olive oil in coffee or like how olive oil is really good on top of vanilla ice cream? Mm, yeah,
1: but you have to get really good olive oil. And I mm-hmm. doubt that Starbucks is getting like super delicious. Well, they delicious. said it's Panata, whatever that yeah. is. well, whatever. We don't know. I've never heard of that brand. No, is it me good? Either. No, it's just like a very corporate marketing thing where they present something to us as if it's famous. But it's Star Olive <laughs> yeah, it's Oil just, from the Kirkland. grocery store. It's yeah, Kirkland like- <laughs> Signature EVOO.
0: Yeah. Um, our next story, this is from page six. Jen Shaw. Ugh. She's been spotted in prison, which is where we all knew she was. But there's photographic evidence. Oh, did you didn't see the picture? No. Okay, Jen's Jen Shaw spotted in prison uniform in first photos since incarceration. Now, who took this photo? One of the other inmates must have a phone and was like, "You know what? I'm gonna make a little cash on the side. Love a side hustle. This is her side <laughs> hustle." Jen Shaw was photographed for the first time since starting her six-year prison stint for wire fraud. In photos exclusively obtained by Page Six, the former Real Housewives of Salt Lake City star was seen walking in the yard of Bryan Federal Prison Camp in Texas with a fellow inmate. The two ladies, who both donned beige uniforms—I like that they make it seem like this was a choice— Like Like a style choice. Twinsies (laughs) today appear to be lost in conversation, potentially Mm. plotting new storylines for their play, The Real Housewives of Brian. Oh, there's a link to that. Is that happening? Oh, my God. No. Jen Shaw is creating a prison play, The Real Housewives of Brian, with fellow inmates. I need to be able to see this. I would love a part. I mean, as long as she's not making money. Yeah, Um, the script reportedly will revolve around the real-life Housewives locked up at FPC Bryan in Texas. Mm. Naturally, the personalities are cranked up to 11. Okay. Chris Giovanni, who's that? Someone said Chris Giovanni said the production is still in early development because Shaw is teaching some of her crew how to read and write. Shaw is... Is that like her publicist? <laughs> this sounds like her publicist. He says Shaw has been working or was that her lawyer?
1: Oh, I mean it seems like someone who works for her.
0: Right, because they're cause then they list a bunch of stuff that Shaw, that Jen Shaw's doing that's positive. Right. In
1: the prison. What um isn't she at a like white collar crime prison? I think so.
0: Yeah, I think so. Um. Anyway, do you want to see the picture? Of I her? do. She looks glam. Everyone's commenting on that. That she looks. I mean, look. There hasn't been enough time for fillers to dissolve. It's only been what, like two months? Mm, yeah. So, but she her hair looks very frizz free. It's like slicked back into a nice little ponytail.
1: She. Uh, has earrings on inexplicably. Let me show you this. Honestly, I need more details about what she's allowed in this prison. The problem
0: with this photo is, is it's taken from far away, so it's not the clearest. So it's, it's, there's kind of a natural filter on it. Right. It's a little fuzzy just from being far.
1: Is she holding hands with that woman? No, she's not holding hands okay. with Okay, it her. looks like it. it. Well, yeah, it's just the angle. I mean, this could also be the photograph of a guard, Right? Who? What do you? The woman next to her? No, the person who took the picture It could be a, a oh a, a guard. Prison guard, right? Oh, because I don't think an inmate would have a phone or access oh, they to internet. Get phones? They get phones in there with internet access though to send it yeah. out.
0: Yeah, really? People? Yeah, you can get a phone in prison.
1: Um. Okay, but it
0: could also be a guard. Yeah,
1: I mean, because she doesn't have access to social media and stuff, right? Can you imagine if she did? Well, that's what I'm saying, because I remember when she was going in, it was like, there will be no social media. Well,
0: I mean, that's the rule, but I'm saying they do go around it. Well, why
1: can't she go around it? Because she would get in trouble. She's so high profile. <laughs> She's too high profile for that. But she could be sending pictures and be like, I guess a guard took it. <laughs> like, what if she set this up? To be like, look how hot I still am, Yeah, because why does she look so, um, like, her hair is really slicked back. Her hair looks in great condition. Her skin looks good. I just think this is a pretty good photo. uh, So I wouldn't be surprised if she orchestrated it. (laughs) This is a deep cut conspiracy. Maybe, but I don't put it past her. Because why does she look so good? (laughs) I do.
0: Yeah, she has earrings on. Here's another photo of her. This is like you can see her face a little bit more.
1: I mean, she has, so I, she has glasses on. Yeah. Do we see her wear glasses on the- Never. Um, so she must have contacts. She must have contacts.
0: So that's like the only really shocking thing about this photo. Obviously, she's not wearing
1: makeup, but she has had a lot of work done, so- And like you said, it has a natural filter just from the distance. Yeah. I'm surprised
0: she's even allowed to wear earrings. Wait a minute. In fact, Shaw's assistant recently revealed the Bravo celebrity is doing phenomenal at the minimum security camp. She looks beautiful. Her skin looks so glowy. Her hair looks great. He shared via Shaw's Instagram story, which he has taken over in her absence. <laughs>
1: Sorry. <laughs> so we're he's on there giving us updates about her in prison. Yes, I need to follow. Okay, I need to follow need this because to- <laughs> I need
0: updates. In an effort to stay in shape, Shaw has even started teaching a fitness class three times a week, earning herself a new nickname, Jen Fonda. Ugh! <laughs> what is she teaching? I don't know. Bar. <laughs> She's teaching bar. Oh god! Um, this is too much. I'm very curious. I'm very curious about these like updates we're getting from her. Wait, assistant. so you said
1: that that's her lawyer posting this shit? That's
0: running her account. That was from a different article I was reading. Oh, okay, okay. This is just about. I don't know the name of her assistant. Oh, her assistant. But her assistant's the one updating her Instagram, saying that she looks phenomenal. She's gorgeous.
1: Oh my god! Wait, there are um, there are posts that are like her diary. What on her account? (laughs) Sorry, there's like a journal entries. It's called. What does it say? It says, I cried silently sitting on my top bunk bed last night, pretending to fall asleep reading a book, but in actuality my chest was hurting as if my heart had been broken in a million pieces. I can't. I can't, What <laughs> What is she doing? As so I stare she's... in the dark, I think this has to be a dream, but here I am. Who So she's sending these dispatches out to post on her Instagram. Yeah, she's a diehard Poster. She she she, will she never can't stop. stop posting. Posting. She can't log off. When, Jen, she log die, off. when she dies, someone will take over her account. We'll get dispatches from the afterlife. I'm
0: currently haunting Mary Cosby's. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what a weirdo! You oh know Mary God. Cosby's coming back. Oh, I do, babe. <laughs> I. Cannot wait to see her. They had to do something. They had to do something because the show would have been so boring without Jen. Well, and honestly, she was a missed presence because there's whatever you think of her and there's a lot of things to think. There's no one (laughs) like her uh, at all. Here's Here's what makes
0: Mary Cosby such an interesting housewife cast member is that she never participates in the dumb group activities that they make all the housewives do. I respect that so much. I do too. Like she's like, I'm not, she doesn't go ice fishing with them or whatever. she shows up and she's like, no. Yeah.
1: She's just gonna like, she'll be there sometimes, but still not participate. She's physically there, but not emotionally. Yes. And she's just like, I think the thing I like about her is that's who she is. And she doesn't change for the camera. She's still the same exact weirdo she is in real, real life. She was like a fucking weirdo. I mean, what a what a great reality TV person. Do right. You know what I mean? Like just a personality. I'm not saying she's a good person or whatever. I don't know. Like I'm not making that judgment. Just as a reality TV <laughs> character, though, she has some of the moments you remember from that show for sure. Like I just replay in my head all the time. She said to Whitney little girl. Oh, I mean, yeah. I mean, the all time classic is you smell like hospital. Like what a thing to say to someone (laughs) like such a specific thing to say that is actually so insulting somehow. And she didn't
0: back down from
1: it either. She's like, you do. No, just like a wild woman. Mm.
0: Anyway, (laughs) we're going to take a break here. We'll be right back. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit JDPower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or SleepNumber.com.
1: I'm the queen of starting a free trial offer and forgetting to cancel it, oftentimes being charged for months for something I'm not even using. If I asked you how many subscriptions you have, would you be able to list all of them and how much you're paying? Visit betterhelp.com slash HCS today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H E L P.com slash HCS.
0: Desi, are you watching anything new this week? Reading
1: anything? <sighs> Listening? No. The same old shit? Same old shit. I did restart Drag Race, so I should catch up. Soon. Season twelve. You Season mean? twelve, where I left off. Um, I did I had forgotten, like you obviously reminded me about the sherry pie stuff, but seeing that intro word, the words of the intro, every episode is just so disconcerting. It's like, ugh, like it's crazy. It's really crazy. Um, so yeah, I'm restarting that. I'm watching the same old stuff, succession. I had forgotten about yellow jackets, so I put that oh, back I, we, on. I I forgot <laughs> about it too. <laughs> Oh, you know what I started rewatching was from.
0: Yeah, me too.
1: But I honestly have to rewatch the first season. Or That's something what we did. I can't remember what the hell was happening. I keep confusing it with Under the Dome. <laughs> <laughs> we
0: <laughs> we rewatched the first season of From because we. Both were so excited to start season two, and yeah. then we were both like, "I like we was like the previously on, and we're like, I don't remember I was any like, of this. Like they're in a tree, like where? where are they? No, we just blew through season one again. Okay, this is the problem with when something comes out like a year fucking later.
1: Yeah, because I forget all of it. No, I keep. I, I keep I kept confusing it with Under the Dome because I watched them both around the same time and it's like they're not exactly the same, but there's some similarities where you can't get out of this small town basically. Yeah. <laughs> and I kept like thinking, I was like, where's the guy? I was like, oh, that was from Under the Dome. Right. So I probably need to rewatch um yeah because I, don't, do. I have no idea what uh, the fuck so is There were so many things on. during my rewatch of season one where I was like, oh, yeah. I love season one, and I was really into it when it ended, but honestly, I would have completely forgotten to even watch season two if I didn't see it on Amazon Prime or wherever it, it popped up. It's
0: gotten no press.
1: No. No, no one, one talks, talks about, about it. it. No, I literally just saw it when I was probably going to watch Yellow and I was like, oh, yeah, I think I watched that show. <laughs> And now it's on a new thing that I had to buy.
0: Well, it was Epix, but Epix changed to MGM.
1: Oh, so I must have bought Epix at some point. But the, no, you should have it. I probably canceled it after right, from right because I was like, I don't watch. Well, it. I still had it, luckily. But I was like, <laughs> I'm sub. It
0: the Epix changed to MGM, so I was like, I'm st- I'm subscribed to MGM, and then I learned that it was Epix. Okay,
1: so I must have unsubscribed.
0: But I don't watch anything else on that. No, streaming so I'm glad you know
1: that I was like I never even heard of MGM. But yeah, like uh so yeah, that I feel like there's some things coming out soon. Is that wrong? I, I don't know. I Maybe thought Succession
0: not. was really good last week. This past week Succession. Oh yeah.
1: I mean, I like that. That show is pretty solid week to week.
0: Yeah, but I feel like this week I could it was the first time in a while Like I always enjoy myself watching it, but I'm—it's never that show where I'm like, I need to know what happens next. Like I have to know, but I really did feel like that this week. Yeah,
1: I felt like there was a sense of urgency. I guess I have a low key dread, Mm. like what's going to happen. I don't know. It's hard. I want
0: bad things for the Roy children. I don't care. I need some drama. I need some drama. I want
1: every episode to be a banger.
0: It was a banger last week. No, but I mean,
1: going forward, I want them to all build. But
0: that's what I think is happening. Obviously, they have to go out with some kind of bang. It's the last season. So they're ramping up.
1: There's only a few episodes left, right? There's like three episodes left. I mean, that's not that many. So I do want to reiterate, you mentioned it up top, but I did finally get my chance to talk about Vanderpump Rules Talk about an, a season where every episode ramps up dramatically. I the podcast I did with Kara was really long because that's how much we had to get into. Damn! Like at some point, I was like, it was like over an hour, and I was like, we haven't even gotten to the end, which is where all of this shit went down. Did you guys <laughs> recap the whole season? No, no, what? just the last episode. That's all you were talking yes. about. Yes. And we briefly touched on the reunion trailer that dropped today. uh, I watched
0: the reunion trailer; it looked compelling, even though I've never—I've only seen the (laughs) first season of that show.
1: Yeah, so this show—I can't believe how much it escalates, and partially that's because the cast members are included, especially Tom Sandoval and Raquel. A.K.A. Rachel. <laughs> I never tweet about her as being Rachel because I always think people think I'm talking about you. Thank you. I don't need bad. I don't need bad press. I don't want bad yeah, press. I don't like. like fuck, I don't like Rachel, and then everyone's like, "Whoa, what happened to Hollywood?" Crime scene? <laughs> like,
0: I don't like that her name is really Rachel because I feel like that's bad press for my name. I absolutely. don't want it. I don't want it.
1: So they're so. We like, already have Rachel Dole on yeah. i don't need it. I don't need any more bad rachels there's it's funny to watch these people who are clearly having an affair be on a show where they're acting like they're on these high horses to everyone else, and yeah. we all know they're pieces of shit, so you can't believe their behavior could be so uh deranged and that's Basically, I said to you, I was like, at some point I was just like, and I was just like, I can't even like mm. believe what she's doing. Like yeah. there was no more words to describe their behavior because it was crazy. Uh, and that's this was just the penultimate episode. Next week is the finale, and that's where all the affair stuff finally comes out in the show. So we're gonna see all the breakdown of that. Apparently, uh, you know. We're going to see them together like we see and we saw in the finale that um, ne- coming next week, we see them actually talking mm. to each other about the affair. So whew, I told Kara, I was like, I'm going to literally need to sedate myself. Like yeah. I get so stressed out about this because I can't believe the bad behavior I'm seeing. Yeah. That I need like to calm myself down because it's too like much. I feel like. It's not necessarily parasocial, but it's like you're eavesdropping in on the most crazy fight ever at a restaurant, and right. you like are part of it, but not. I mean, it's just a, gonna. It's just.
0: I'm really happy for everyone who's like a been a long time Vanderpump yes watcher because you guys. I have no idea what you guys are talking about, but you seem like you're really
1: and it really paid off. Our you patience. seem like it's a lot of drama. <laughs>
0: And I'm is. happy for
1: you. So, yeah, I'm really looking forward to that. And I'm really looking forward to the reunion because that trailer was like, like, <laughs> James Kennedy, the DJ, called, is so insane. That. He's so funny. It's like, it's such a bad person in many ways, but he's so funny. You're like, okay, fine. Like, I can't help it but <laughs> to laugh because he's being mean to bad people. So, yeah. it's like funny. I mean, sometimes he's not mean to bad people. But yes, I'm looking forward to that and What else? What else? What else are you watching? That's it. I think that's it. I have a queue of movies I want to watch. I want to watch that movie Renfield, which looks bad, but I still care. I'm still curious. I'll watch it. Right? I'll watch, we need you know us. We'll watch a bad movie. We don't care. I like Dracula stuff. Me I like too. Nicolas Cage. So it's like, yeah, maybe Maybe it'll be entertaining in some way. I really want to see that movie, um, The Pope's Exorcist. Do you know that's based on a true story? No, but should, we need to cover it should we do? <laughs> should we do movie versus reality of The Pope's Exorcist? Uh, yes, because I'm obsessed. Because our friend Andy was posting a picture from it, and I had no idea what it was. And... I just like didn't even ask. And then I saw his review. He like reviewed it on Letterboxd, The Pope's Exorcist. And I kind of like put everything together. And then I was like, wait, that's Russell (laughs) Crowe. Because it's Russell Crowe playing an exorcist guy. It doesn't even look like... Russell Crowe is like truly one of the greatest actors (laughs) ever. Like I never recognize him. I oftentimes I don't recognize him. And he'll play he's like a Michael Caine. He'll play like the highest quality roles and he'll pay, play any piece of shit movie <laughs> role too, which I admire. Yeah. I love it. And he'll give it his all. Yeah. So I've seen some clips now cuz I know what it is and it looks high camp. Yeah. To me. Uh, so I'm excited to see is it. Is that
0: the one where he's on a scooter? Yes. <laughs> yes.
1: Okay. Yes. Why
0: is why is the Pope's official exorcist riding around town on a scooter like why is that image so funny it's so stupid even if you don't
1: know what what it is and that's what i've seen i was like oh i was like i've seen you post that like in a meme (laughs) Like they did it for the barbie meme where everyone was like doing pictures for that yeah i was like okay i'm like slowly putting it all together so yeah i'm excited to check that out eventually um but yeah that's all do you have anything new
0: One of my mutuals on Twitter posted some context about the dog eating the heart in the hospital scene on One Tree Hill. (gasps) Oh. (laughs) Because everyone was talking about this, everyone unrelated, they were talking about an unrelated show that went viral on Twitter this week. The Good Doctor. Yes, just because of this one deranged scene. So then people were like, oh, yeah, well, back in 2009, this was the craziest thing on TV. The scene of uh, in One Tree Hill, where you know uh, the EMTs are rushing in with a, a heart, you know, in and a, a cooler, cooler, and the cooler dumps out, and then a dog eats the heart. A dog in the waiting room. <laughs> well, one of my mutuals tweeted that the context for that scene was the reason the dog was in the hospital in the first place is because the dog had eaten its owner's weed. And was really stoned and that's why the dog ate the heart because he had the munchies yeah he had the munchies, which makes
1: the scene even better oh my god like that's why the dog would like, why would over. the dog be in a human hospital though <laughs> why would the dog be in a human hospital that's a really good question <laughs> I didn't even think of that why did I not even
0: think of that like, I was like yeah we- he went to the hospital he got too high
1: he got too high and it just took him into the regular ER <laughs> was that person stoned too? <laughs> I think so. Wait, I remember looking up something about that as well, and I feel like the person getting the heart was a bad guy. Oh, it was like a stepdad or why something. Why did everyone why was there sad music when <laughs> I have no idea. I could be wrong. I've, we need to like do a full investigation of this scene. Like this is something I want to read um one of those oral histories on. Yes. This movie came good up oral with history. It? I wanna hear them. The writers, the actors, what they thought when they saw the script. One of my favorite things
0: about that scene, it's such a small detail, but you can not- you notice when the heart gets dumped out of the cooler and onto the floor, the ice. You can for you can just tell that it's that rubbery, you know, prop ice Uh, because it kind of bounces when it rolls out. I mean, it is just such the heart doesn't even look real. It is such an
1: absurd scene. Also, you got to think there's better protocols (laughs) for transporting an organ like that. Like, no, this
0: guy like slips on a banana peel and dumps this precious organ out, and it's not locked in any
1: way. The cooler it just opens wide open. And the heart's just there. Bouncing. on the ice. Like it's not just in bouncing a on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, come on. It's
0: absurd. Um, but I haven't seen The Good Doctor, which is, like I mentioned, up top. What? what? Everyone's been talking about this one crazy scene in that show.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's a show that's been on for like six years, and I've never seen it. It's kind of like Doogie Howser, right? I, yeah. I mean, that kid looks young. I'm not he sure. He looks a little young to be a doctor. I don't 100% get the concept, but I think it's something along those lines. Yeah. He's like a advanced. He's young for he's a He's young for a doctor, doctor, but he's also socially awkward, right? Do you,
0: <laughs> do you want to talk about food? Sure. We had a great sandwich this week. Oh,
1: I forgot. I did participate in that. I want to talk about the sandwich. Okay. Let's talk about the sandwich. That's the name of the segment. <laughs> Let's talk about the sandwich This week <laughs> That would be a good segment This week We
0: ordered from Casa Buono Cosa Buono Cosa Buono uh-huh. It's a pizza place A local pizza place And they have They had a sandwich on the menu That looked pretty good It's your classic Italian meat sandwich mm. With all the meats The some vinaigrette Gabagool Yeah some nice shredded lettuce, and it came on a focaccia Ugh. instead of like a hoagie roll, which was an interesting choice and could have been very disappointing. But it was a good focaccia, right? And very oily. Mm-hmm. It was so, the the dressing was uh, it soaked through it nicely, but it wasn't soggy. They had crisped it up.
1: Yes. I mean, the thing about focaccia is we've all had so much bad focaccia in our life. Mm. You forget that it actually can be very good because I've had a lot of good focaccia, but most of it can suck. Yeah. Some of
0: it can. Yeah. But yeah, this was a good one. Oh man, that sandwich was good. I'm kind of craving it right now. Me too. It's kind of dangerous that we know about this sandwich now. My mouth
1: is watering. Me too. I just got (laughs) really hungry for it. Because it was very, it also had a nice spice to it. But it wasn't overwhelming. The flavor was good. And we split the
0: sandwich. And I was like, that's not enough. <laughs> but Because we also got other shit. Yeah. But
1: by the time I ate the sandwich, I'm like, I want more of that. I know. I was also like, I should have just got my own sandwich. Because I, I did save. We cut it in half. And then I only ate half of my half. And I saved another half for later. And I literally, the second I pulled out of your street, put, I opened it up and started eating it. <laughs> because I was like hungry and then the vinaigrette had really soaked through the bread Mm. but it still wasn't soggy it stayed Mm. together and it tasted great and I was sad when it ended
0: because I was like I could
1: eat way more of that it's delicious it's one of my favorite sandwiches I've had in a long time that specific one yeah it was really good it was really good it's I love that type of sandwich and it's not easy to get it exactly right yeah it's not, um, it's not. It can have all the components might seem there. And it's just like, no, the vinaigrette needs to be right. The bread needs to be right. I don't, I'm don't. i not specific about what type of bread it is, as long as it soaks up the vinaigrette. And we're in LA, you got to know where to go
0: to get that kind of sandwich.
1: Yeah. And the meats were good. Mm-hmm. Was there roast beef on that? No.
0: Okay. It there was, was some
1: meat that I was it like... It was like gabagool... And like something else. I need to look at the exact... Because there was like a really thin meat in the center. There was a few kinds of meat. Yeah, I was curious what the different combo was because it was really good. Um, No, and I loved the focaccia. I thought it was really good.
0: It was an interesting touch for that kind of sandwich, but it paid off. And it's called the stepmother, which I like. Well, we realized all of these Italian sandwiches, these famous Italian sandwiches in Los Angeles at least... They're like all named after like relatives, like because in there's the Godfather sandwich. I think they're all playing off the Bay City one because that's the original. Bay City's Deli, which is a very famous sandwich joint in Santa Monica, that if you've ever, uh, <laughs> known someone from los angeles has been like you got to go to bay city yeah i mean that was the place until oh, totally. until other places closer to us on the east side began popping up where we could get something like all about the bread right which is like in hollywood so like a lot easier to get to than i think theirs is the godmother theirs is the godmother i like the stepmother I like stepmother too. I like the name is cool too. Because it's a variation. It's like we're not related to her. She's no. a little wild. She's got focaccia.
1: Yeah, and some people don't like it. <laughs> like her? No, just kidding. Everyone would like her. But once you get to know her, yeah, she's real she's sexy. Growing. Yeah. Uh, no, I, it's like one. Like I said, one of my favorite sandwiches, and I am gonna definitely crave it, mm. especially when you are sad. Yeah, I'm here it's right now. so local. <laughs> uh, what else did we eat? I feel like we ate something else good this week. I mean, we went to that place in Echo Park, but. Well, that wasn't that was exciting. That it. was just lunch after the gym. Yeah, it was just a salad. We were still hungry after. Yeah, that was sad. <laughs> <laughs> that was really sad. Oh, we went to that Vietnamese place. Uh, well that, that was water. also just yeah, lunch after, just after lunch. the gym Yeah I can't remember We've been to the gym a few times this week Not bragging. I'm just trying to think of what food we ate And that's all I can think of Oh you had some Well we already talked about my sticky toffee you pudding about your sticky We already shamed my, me about princess cake Oh yeah that's right I, thought- I did make some um, cupcakes for the bake sale I don't think we talked about that uh, And they were really good I made a really good strawberry cupcake That was delicious. It was strawberry buttermilk cake. Fuck. And then I made a strawberry cream cheese frosting on top, and it was delicious. It was really tangy, and people were like, give me the recipe. That
0: sounds good. And I was like,
1: well, I changed some things. So here's what I did. Because I had buttermilk, so I just replaced the milk with buttermilk, and it actually was really yummy. So I've been in a baking mood, as you know, as evidenced by making
0: a, an entire cake last week. Mm. I've been in a baking mood, and the thing I'm currently craving is lasagna. I've been craving it all I week. I saw that. I posted about it. I said I'm in my Garfield era. I've been <sighs> craving the specific lasagna that I know I've talked to you about yes, before. the spinach, vegetable. I, okay. No, it's not vegetable. I can't, I haven't had this, this lasagna since the 90s. So mm-hmm. my memory of it only is that it was the perfect green lasagna mm-hmm. and it was just the perfect ratio and the flavor of it was good. But I can't for the life of me remember if it was spinach or pesto or a combination of both. It wasn't very saucy. Right. It wasn't very heavy. Was it red sauce? No, there was zero red sauce. It was completely green. Oh. Like the noodles were the noodles, but then it was like either a spinach filling or a pesto filling or both. Hmm. And like probably some bechamel and like cheese on top. Yum. But it was so good. I've been hunting down recipes to try and replace it. But like I said, I can't remember if it was like just spinach or pesto. And I texted my mom about it, asking her if she had any insight. And she was like, "Oh yeah, I love that place. The, the owner was a really nice man." She didn't know what I was talking about yeah. with that lasagna, though. It's your own little private memory. It's my—I feel like I invented it. Yeah. I didn't, though, because I got it every time I fucking went there because it was
1: so good. I mean, I feel like you should know the difference between pesto and spinach, though. Don't you think? I, I don't. I feel that's like- why I feel like it's. Must be spinach, because you would remember pesto, no? Yeah, the
0: thing that makes me lean towards not pesto is, like, so much just pesto can
1: be very overwhelming. You would never fill a lasagna with pesto. That would be way too much, right? Yeah, so it must have been spinach. I bet you it was spinach in a bechamel. It was just spinach, though. Really? There was no bechamel at all? No, the, oh, I mean that there wasn't... It was a separate. I just mean there wasn't any meat or red right, sauce, right, right, right. But spinach in a creamy sauce, yeah. Filling, and the noodles were plain or spinach. It was the nineties, so they might have been spinach <laughs> noodles. <laughs> well, and that would explain why it all looked so green. Maybe
0: it was spinach noodles with pesto.
1: Although it, it might have been spinach bechamel with a a smidge of pesto. I feel like it.
0: The thing about this lasagna that I remember, it wasn't very. It wasn't very saucy. It wasn't yes. like a heavy saucy thing. Right. It was like a lot of pasta layers.
1: It could have also had basil in it as well. Maybe that's why you're thinking pasta. I was
0: googling the name of this the guy who owned the restaurant to see if he had ever posted in any cook <laughs> like local cookbooks yes.
1: hit the recipe My for his famous spinach lasagna. <laughs> Dude, I couldn't find anything. All I could How find- How can you not find them? You can't find the menu? I mean, that's the problem. I, There's just nothing digitized back then. No,
0: I found the menu for the place he opened up in Sausalito after the place he that I went to in San Anselmo during my childhood close. Is he still alive? Yeah, he's still. Should I contact Let's him? Let's contact him. His name is Maurizio Rossetti. Does anybody know Maurizio Rossetti? <laughs> I need this lasagna
1: recipe. Let's find him and contact him. He'll probably love it.
0: I think, I, I think about this lasagna Your all the time. Your mom said she knows him. She said he was a, such a nice man. Oh, she so doesn't know him.
1: We got to find but this But my guy. mom,
0: you know my mom. She, we, we, we can make her do it. Oh, she's listening right now. She's listening right now. But she went into this place. It was called Rossetti. It was in San Anselmo. She went into this place all the time and got stuff. Because it was one of those little hidden gems. And they just had great, it was like tiny. It was a tiny place. When did place. they close?
1: 99,
0: I think. Oh, damn.
1: Was uh, it like a storefront as well? Kind of like yes, Comforts? I, like you could buy stuff? It was, yeah, and it was small like that.
0: Smaller than Comforts.
1: Yes, that's pretty big now.
0: It was like, they had like
1: two tables there. We gotta find him. Did you look him up? Rosetti ha- Maurizio? That's the guy. It says stationery store. No. Why does it say that? Rosetti he- Italian Restaurant and Deli and Catering? Yeah, that's it. San Salmo. That's it. Why is it? It
0: says permanently closed. He then opened up a pizza place in Sausalito, which I never went to. But I read a review of the pizza place and it said the lasagna is unlike any other lasagna you've ever had before. But the lasagna they were describing was a red sauce lasagna. So he apparently makes a great red sauce lasagna too. And now I need that recipe.
1: Okay, this guy needs to give us his recipes. It was good. Oh, the Sausalito place is closed too now. Yes. I'm devastated. Okay, now I need to find... <laughs> Why does <laughs>
0: You know who we need to contact? That podcast I was talking about, the one endless thread where they solve these low-stakes
1: mysteries. Oh. They could solve this. Yeah, because I'm seeing some Even though this... saucy... Yeah, see, other things are just popping up. It's like, no, I don't want this.
0: But I could only find the menu for his pizza joint. I couldn't find the menu for... Um, mm. Sorry. The little tiny place in San Anselmo yeah. that I went to as a kid.
1: Now I've seen this cannoli. You know what I remember getting
0: there is those um those round Italian cookies, the ones that are wrapped up in the or those amaretti. I oh, like, would so get those amaretti cookies there. Mm,
1: those are delicious. It was
0: just a special place. I don't know how huh. many. I don't know how many um, Bay Area listeners we have that would have known about this place. Right into the show, right into the show if you, or right into the show if you have a um, fantastic all green lasagna recipe. Yes. There is, there is two recipes I've, I've narrowed down that I've considered are, are contenders for me to test drive. And that is a food 52 recipe and a recipe from the Serious Eats food blog that
1: look good. Mm, this sounds good. A ravioli with puree of artichoke hearts and ricotta. mm I'm trying to see if they describe um, the lasagna, but I'm not seeing no. it. This is a review at, from the SF Gate, and they were describing some dishes, but not that. Oh well. Do I'm you, so hungry for it now. Do
0: you? Ha- I'm sure you have food from restaurants from your childhood that are long gone.
1: Oh, I mean, I don't have anything like that. I don't think. I don't have anything that I don't know what it is that I couldn't try to recreate it. Right. Do you know what I mean? Like, I just, that's a specific... And there's so many bad green lasagnas I know. that I would be like scared to try it. Although <sighs> I would probably just try to make something of my own with things I know I like.
0: Right. I feel like there had to have been some pesto action in there just because it was the 90s.
1: To be honest... It's not that I don't think it's good, but I I do have a small aversion to green noodles. <laughs> I love them. I fucking I, love spinach noodles. I I feel like I was that was pushed on me so much. Like I just remember my mom making spinach fettuccine. It was like, please, oh, no it. more spinach fettuccine. Oh, I love it. I was sickened at some point. It wasn't that it's bad. It was just that it was so much. Once again, spinach fettuccine. That was. It's like one of those things where your mom made it too much, and you never mm. want to eat it.
0: You know what I used to eat all the time in my early twenties It was like it was the that butoni uh tortellinis the the green ones with the cheese in them yes. I would just dump the entire package in them and just eat in a huge bowl of it. yeah, it's not that it's bad. it's just like Ooh, you way too not much again. no I fucking love it
1: uh. It but this, this really but this, tastes good to me. But like, this
0: also might not have had green noodles. I just remember it being green and I remember it in like the deli case and getting like big slices of it to go. Right. And being like right. this the sauce is so might have been good. green.
1: Yeah. And made the noodles look green. Um,
0: I'm gonna do some research. If anybody knows what I'm talking about, this is a long shot. Again, my mom was no help, sadly, but she of course my mom remembers every every food place we went
1: to. That's why it's shocking she doesn't remember. Because you said you got it a lot. You Not once was your mom like, give me a bite of that. She might not have gotten it. <laughs> but she might have seen you getting it and want some,
0: no? What did she, what did she exactly say? <laughs> I need to see, see if there's any clues in this
1: text message. I'm getting like real. I'm just saying, knowing your mom is kind of like us, I would have been like wanting to taste it at some point, right? I said, do you remember
0: that tiny Italian place in San Anselmo called Rosetti? Oh, Yes. That was really wonderful. He was such a nice man too. And I said, "I think about the lasagna all the time. I wish I knew how to recreate it." And she replied with the thumbs up emoji. Oh. I need mom. Do you remember the lasagna?
1: Yeah, well. did right Sounds like she was busy and she, she was, just dismissed she, you. I think she was at the gym. But <laughs> I'm She's like, like, "Bothering sounds great.
0: Bye. Uh, bothering her about lasagna." Um, okay. Wow. So that's my weekend. Well, we got a, we got a busy weekend. Yeah. We got a really busy weekend. We'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic grass fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials?